Hello, hello, savvy moms, savvy savers, savvy money makers. How are you all doing today? I hope you are well. This is Elkie, CEO and founder of Savvy Moms Unite Career Prosperity Catalyst. I'm coming to you with another episode of my Savvy Money Mindset podcast. Um, so this topic is going to be really interesting for those of you that listen to me, those of you that know me. Um, it's going to be an interesting topic because I'm going to take it to the edge a bit. Um, so I'm, I'm preparing my audience for, you're going to get the Elkie, the Elkie, Elkie that my close friends and family know. Well, some of my close family know. Um, and it's going to bridge a topic that is for adults. So if you have children listening, please put them, you know, have them go in another room or put them aside because I'm even recording this without my daughter around for a reason. <laughs> So I'm going to talk about uh, two topics that I love talking about and I have been really exploring on a deeper level as of recently, and that is sex and money. I talk a lot about money on my different platforms because that is a topic that is very important to me and I feel like it's at the heart of a lot of our blessings and great things that happen in life. It could be at the heart of some of the issues we have in our life. Um, I like talking about sex. I talk about sex more openly with people I'm closest to because I feel the, a level of comfort there where I'm not going to be judged. Um, and as I've gotten older, now that I've turned 40, going on 41, I've definitely been exploring my sexuality in a more open way than I haven't been able to do. And that's due to like upbringing, my understanding of sex from a young age, um, religious of, you know, teachings. It's just made me be a little bit confused at times and also afraid to broach the topic because I don't want people thinking I'm out here just living this crazy loose life. <laughs> and, 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 and even speaking it in that way would be crazy, would be weird to me because that's not even how I see my life. Um, I've been single. I do not, you know, hide that from anyone. I've been single for, for quite some time and I'm, I'm happily dating right now. Um, meaning like I am going on dates. I am seeing different people and kind of exploring what that world is. Cause I haven't done that really ever. I've always been sort of like in a no dating phase where I'm not talking to anybody. I'm in a long-term relationship or I'm in a relationship for a few months, but I've never really just dated multiple people at once or in various times. And so I'm doing that at the moment and I'm enjoying it. It's had its challenges. Dating in 2019 is not always fun. It, it can be, it can be a challenge, but I for sure would rather me do that right now to kind of figure out what I really want versus, you know, kind of not doing it at all until I find somebody that I want to date. But anyway, I'm going on a long tangent. So what sparked this thought and this, you know, train of thought? Um, there's a song by Jadena, who is a uh, Nigerian-American recording artist. And um, it's called Susu. Now, if you're from, if you're from Africa, have African parents, you have heard the term at some point in your life. Um, Susu is a concept of a group of people pooling in money together. So there's a requirement every month, every week, whatever you decide, where one person in the group is collecting 
the money on behalf of the others as a way of saving and investing. So you save, you pull the money together. So let's say your contribution every month is $100 towards the SUSU. So everybody would pay $100 every month to the one person collecting it. And then we would decide as a group when one person in the group will get that money. Sometimes it's a birthday. So let's, because my birthday is February, and let's say we started our SUSU a year ago, upcoming, if I've done what I'm supposed to have paid my money every month, I would get that money by February 2020. That would be my, my, I would get that investment back. So I would get what I put in plus more. And it's a great way to build interest on your money. So, um, or compound your savings, I should say, not interest, but compound your savings. And so, SUSU, I've known since I was a kid because my mom participated in SUSUs with her family, um, with co-workers. I remember she would talk about, you know, um, putting in money for, for you know, the SUSU and, and her having it and waiting for her, her time to come to collect. So... The song is called Susu, but it's like a double entendre where it has a double meaning because he's using it as a concept to express investing in communities, investing in your community, pooling together, helping each other out financially. But he's also using it in the concept of a sexual encounter and, and how you, um, you know, he says there's a line in it where he says, she said, put it in Susu, put it back in like Susu put it back in like susu so basically he's talking about sex and i won't go as deep you can get the concept if you had sex you know what i mean (laughs) um but anyway i was thinking about the song and then i come upon his instagram post recently where he talked about using it as a double entendre i i knew that because i've listened to the song almost every day since i've heard it and this i i I heard the song for the first time like beginning of August. So I've been listening to it for almost two months now. And I already knew the meaning was a double meaning. And I knew he was referring to money and sex. But he said he purposely did that because he had his own epiphany where he was like, you know, money and sex, pretty much you you take the same approach to it. And I thought about that. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm noticing I'm doing the same thing where I'm changing my approach to money just like I'm changing my approach to sex. And when I say I'm changing my approach to money, I started this journey of shifting my mindset with money and on money almost three years ago where I saw money as more of a tool and that you could get it whenever you wanted. You see it around you as energy. Like if you have good energy around money, more will flow to you. So changing my emotions about money, my thinking, my concept of money, my cultural expectations that I had of money, my upbringing, like I had to really dissect that because a lot of it was negative. I I grew up, you know, in a working class family and money was always scarce. And so I took the same approach to money as an adult. And I started to see that it wasn't really helping me do the things I wanted to do. So I started working on my intentions around money and my goal setting and my thoughts around money and and just having this more positive relationship with money. I talk about carrying around, you know, this fake $400 
that I got from a conference that I went to with Chanel Cooper Sykes. And she talked about using that as a tool to, to really change your, your feelings and your energy around money. So I carried around like, I always have money. Money never leaves me. I always have money. I repeat that back to myself every day. And I, I give without ceasing because I know that I'll always get it back. I put in what I get in. I put in what I get it, get back, right? And that's my concept. And then I started thinking, you know, my sexual exploration phase that I'm in where um, I'm really trying to be, well, I'm very open. I talk about sex pretty openly with my close, you know, girlfriends and female family members. I'm not shy about saying certain things and kind of piquing people's interest and, and talking about, you know, what it is to be sexually engaged with someone. I'm not afraid to have those conversations. And, and I'm noticing more and more how sexually, how more comfortable I am with the, with my sexuality and with me being free in that way and not having some hangups that I used to have around sex. Um, I enjoy sex. I won't lie to you. I do. I enjoy it. I enjoy it with the right person. Um, I have my moments where I just want a sexual encounter. I don't really want a relationship. And then I have my moments where I'm like, okay, if I want a relationship, I will delay sex because I want to get to know that person better and not just have a hit it or quit it moment. But I want you to kind of think of them. I want you to think of this and, and how we approach sex when it comes to our energy, our sexual energy. Have you ever been, have you ever had a sexual encounter that was just so terrible that you were like, oh my God, I never want to see this person again and I never want to engage with them sexually again because it was so off? I started to think about that. Like there was a sexual encounter I had where I was like, oh my God, this was horrible. I didn't, it wasn't that the person wasn't into me. The person was really into me and I knew they were, they expressed that. Um, but we just didn't vibe. We weren't on the same wavelength energy wise. And we'd had sex a couple of times and I just, every time we had sex, it was like, I couldn't wait till it was done. I wasn't into it. And I recently was kind of dissected and I was like, okay, if I'm thinking about approaches to money and sex in the same way, well, I'm looking at my money journey. I'm like, you know, it's your intentions. It's your energy around it. You have to be on the same plane, right? You, you have to be connected. And for money, you have to be connected to abundance and know that abundance is real for it to happen, right? So I'm like, all right. Me and this guy were not on the same wavelength energy-wise when it came to money and sex. Um, he was very low energy when it came to money. Very poor mindset. He was always on struggle. Like he, I mean, I remember after one of our dates, he told me that he had gone broke taking me out on a date. And I was like, why would you make that kind of decision? Like never go broke for someone else. Never. And... I just was like, I remember feeling really bad after that. And then he, because like I said, he seemed more into me. I was just not that into him. So when we'd have sex, of course it was off. We came in with two different perceptions and concepts towards sex. And we wanted different things out of our sexual counting. He wanted to be a certain way. He was a little more like just doing like weird freaky shit that I wasn't really into because I didn't know him well I didn't trust him and so I was kind of like 
a bit standoffish at times when we would have sex because I'm like, oh, I'm not really into you like that and I don't really want to be up in, like, it was just too much. So I remember, like, this was probably not going to go very far because, like I said, our our approach to money and sex was very different. We didn't have the same energy. We weren't passionate about it in the same way. And so things became really weird between us. And I eventually broke off the relationship. But, um, and not just because of bad sex. It was just so, like I said, there was just so much not clicking. And so I think about what Jadena said and like we approach money. If we approach money and sex in the same way, we might get a better understanding and a better outcome. And so... When I think about being a single woman, a single mother, um, and I'm approaching this dating life in a way that I haven't approached it before, I have to be really intentional. I have to be really thoughtful. I have to listen to what the man says when it comes to his thoughts on money and his thoughts on sex and whether they match what I'm thinking. If they don't, I don't think it'll go very far. We're always gonna be somewhere different, struggling to get there. Not to say that we couldn't. I think there has to be some basic understanding that we both have that aligns. And I'm very much, am going to say this, and people can disagree, I think you have to be aligned when it comes to your perceptions of money, as well as your understanding of sex and what it means in your relationship. I know that me and my man, my future man, husband, we have to both have similar sexual energy for me to feel connected. I can be very high energy when it comes to sex and want to be, you know, I'm passionate and I want the same passion given towards me. Not every time we have sex, but at least there's a, there's this coming together of, I want to make this a nice experience that I want to feel like I'm in it with you. Um, not disconnected. It's sort of like, you're just trying to get what you can get and get the fuck out. Like, I don't want to feel that way either. And I definitely don't want to make a man feel that way. Cause I have in the past, I have done a, you know, like I, this is it. I'm done. Leave. Thing to a guy it does it doesn't feel good at the end like in the moment you're kind of like I got what I got go on your business but that doesn't feel good like at the end of the day that feels horrible and I don't want to be made to feel that way so I don't want to approach a man in that way I'm very intentional about that so unless we both agree that this is what's going to be like we both just want to have sex and that's it and we'll move on from that encounter then that's what we decide But if we're like, no, we want to really know each other and kind of explore, you know, sex later, then of course, you know, let's have real open conversations. I'm like, how many of us are really having open and honest conversation when it comes to money and sex with the people we are dating, married to, have been dating for years? How, how, how often are you doing that? And that person has to be comfortable with me saying like some direct stuff when it comes to money and sex like I'm not afraid to tell a man what I want in those two areas of life and so I'm learning more and more how important it is your approach and attention to everything you do even with your career you know 
you got to be intentional. You can't just go in and just let things happen and and all the time let things happen. You got to have some expectations about how you should be and emotionally connected to it. Um, And that's how I feel. Like, don't put your, don't think because you've had a sexual encounter all the time that will lead to a long-term relationship. It's not always going to lead to that. It could lead to a few months. It could lead to a day. Um, it could lead to marriage, possibly it could, but you have to have those intentions from the beginning as to what you want out of that situation and, and how important it is to have that direct, you know, connection to what it is that you're expecting. Um, so I like wake up in the morning. I'm like, look, money's not going to be an issue for me today. Whereas I used to wake up every morning, like money's going to be an issue, stress, 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 stress. And I'm like, no, money's not going to be an issue. I would, I would get to do everything that I set out to do and money won't be an issue. And I have to say that with Danny. I'm like, Danny's not going to be an issue to me. Yes, I'll have moments where I'm like, all right, that doesn't work, move on. But I'm not going to feel like, I'm not going to keep going into it with the challenge mind. Like, this is going to suck. I can't go in thinking it's going to suck. And I can't go in thinking that, Every guy I encounter will be a sexual encounter. I'm more intentional about that and who I want to give that to and and who I want to... I got to see if we... If our energies match just off of us talking. Because sometimes you could... People don't... This is is a message for the men that are listening. If you really sit down and think about it, you could turn a woman on so much more with a conversation, a particular conversation, than you can just by touching her. There are there have been conversations I've had with men where I'm like, oh my God, I am so turned on right now. I am so into you because our conversation, what you're saying, how you're presenting the information, our debate, sometimes a heated debate when you can bring facts and you can talk to me in a certain way is a turn on and how you really have to be turned on in the mind with a woman. You got to turn a woman's mind off before you get to her body. Because that touch after a conversation could lead to so much more. So I, I think I've hammered in where my approach is coming from when it comes to money and sex. Like give it, give it the shot. Like give really take a take a moment and just think about how you approach money and sex in your life. Is it similar? Is it totally different? Do you have some hangups you need to work out? Some kinks? Some, you know, some old baggage that you never dealt dealt with when it comes to your money and sex and why? Have you even asked yourself, why do I feel this way? Um, because I think we don't even ask ourselves those questions. We're so we're so committed to what we were told and what we were told to believe that we're afraid to explore it or have that conversation. And if I can't speak openly about both the topics, then being around you is going to be tough because that's what I like to talk about. <laughs> so I hope this message finds you well. I hope it inspires you to have some really open and honest conversations with the people around you and really just explore your money and sexual intentions and energy. Thank you so much for listening. This is Elkie, CEO and founder of Savvy Moms Unite, career and prosperity catalyst. Continue to follow me here on this platform or wherever you hear this podcast. And if you'd like to join my Savvy Money Mindset group on Facebook, you can join it. Um, it's for single women, single mothers who are looking to change money in their life. Thank you so much. I love you all. Bye.